The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Behind the back dribble, Black, bank shot, go! <laughs> and they say the big guys can't goodness. dribble, right? How did he do that? <laughs> Jordan on the right wing, right corner, Finky puts it on the deck, drives in, oh! slams it in! <laughs> Finky slams it in! There's the Kenny battle drive! Exactly! <laughs> Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good evening, welcome into the State Farm Center. I'm Michael Kaiser in for Scott Beatty tonight alongside Lauren Tate. The Atlanta looking to try to pull off the upset. The Boilermakers of Purdue have not been here for two years. The Boilermakers did not win that game two years ago. The Illini won 84 to 70 in January of 2016. Can the Illini pull off the upset once again? We'll find out here tonight in just about an hour and a half as the Illini come into this matchup tonight with Purdue, 13 and 16 on the season, coming off a loss to Michigan State the other night, 81-61. Purdue 24 and 5 and 13 and 3 in the Big Ten, still holding out little hope for a share of the Big Ten championship. Depends on if Wisconsin could upset the Michigan State Spartans. Yep. Over the weekend. Lauren, that's, good evening. How are you? That's a long shot, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The way I think Michigan State's pretty much on a roll now and, and, and probably going to be one of the co-favorites for the national championship. They've won, uh, what, 11 in a row now, I think. Yeah, they're, they're uh, of course, the Northwestern game. <laughs> they lost that first half, and then they won the second half. It's unbelievable. But that's all, you know, great teams do things like that. We, we look back on the, the 2005 Illinois team uh, coming back from 16 down with four minutes to go against Arizona. Mm-hmm. It, average teams don't do that. Don't no. make those kind of comebacks. That was really special. And, of course, the 27-pointer was uh, the biggest margin ever overcome by a team in the Big Ten anytime, anywhere. Yeah, that was just incredible performance by the Spartans to come back and win that game. And, and you knew that Michigan State uh, was going to use some of that momentum, although Illinois played them really well in the first half, only down three at the break. Uh, at, at Ten assists on 11 field goals in that first half, but Illinois just did not move the ball as well. Had four quick fouls to start that second half, and Michigan State went on a run and put that game away. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. Well, Lauren, uh, a note here, this Purdue senior class, the only arena they have not won in is here at State Farm Center. That's surprising. Yeah, that is definitely surprising. They didn't play here last year, but they played the two previous years to that. So this will be the third time in four years that Purdue has been here. And the Boilermakers last won here just back in 2014, 66-58 over the line. And the next year they they lost 66-57. So, Purdue is loaded. They're looking to end that drought tonight of not winning here. This is an old pick-your-poison game. Yeah. Do, do you double-team on Haas deep because you know nobody on Illinois' team can handle him one-on-one, but do you give up the three-point shooting to a team that's shooting nearly 42% as a team 
from the arc. They are deadly. They're about as good a shooting team as there is in the country. They really are, and they got four guys that average double figures, but they got three with at least 15.4 points a game, and that's something you don't see a lot unless it's a great team in Purdue. And look that? at this. Free, uh, free throws, the top five, including Vincent Edwards, who will not play tonight. 82%, 84%, 81%, 87%, and 75%. That's I mean, that's really good free throwing. Their average in the team is 73%. And that's You'll take that as a coach. Matt well, Vanderbilt. 73 is brought down by the reserves. <laughs> it I mean, is I'm talking down. about the guys that are in the game. Boy, they're murder, and that's why they're tough. At, I say they're tough at the end of the games, although they've lost. Their last four games have all been close, but uh, they lost three of them. How often do you see a guy Isaac Haas' size shoot free throws at 70%? <laughs> well, I don't see anybody Haas' size, period, <laughs> to do anything. And since Frankenstein, and I think he was a fiction. <laughs> he might have been fiction, Laura. I think so. Uh, he's not out here yet. But this will be the first time that I've been here for other Purdue games, but I usually been sit I've been sitting higher up. So this is the first time I'll see him this close. And you've talked about how big he really is. He is massive. He is massive. I remember two years ago, Pinky tried to guard him over at Purdue, and it was just, I mean, it was slaughter. He's just, he, you know, it's, it's not, you, you say that it isn't a physical game, but it is. He just makes, he doesn't have to exert himself to move you out of the way. No, he doesn't. Seven foot to 290 pounds. And uh, Michael Finky has been warm up a lot. Looks like he might play tonight. He's got the uh, the throwback shorts on, so he could be playing tonight. We'll probably get official word as that as we move on throughout the Fighting Alana Rudy Wealth Management Free Game Show. Stay with us. We'll have more coverage of tonight's game between Purdue and Illinois coming up next. The Illini would love to pull off the upset in their final home game of the season. That's coming up next here on Fighting Illini Game Day. Yeah, he's done it all year against everybody. And I think you pick your poison against them. It's what makes makes them so efficient offensively is you're going to determine whether you're going to, uh, uh, whether you're going to give them threes, um, you know, or, or, you know, which means you double or run somebody at him. Um, and, uh, you know, or, or let him play one-on-one -on -one in, in, in the post. And, uh, uh, you know, I think that, uh, uh, you know, that's that's something we're still going to figure out and look at a little bit today. And, and uh, uh, but as always with us, um, our, our perimeter defense has to be our best post defense in terms of the catches have to be extended. We have to be able to get him off the block. We're sure not going to win a wrestling match with him, that's for sure. Welcome back to Fighting Illini Game Day. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Lauren Tate. Lauren Tate might win a wrestling match with Isaac Haas, but you out there and see what happens. He's out there doing uh, physical exercises now to get bigger and stronger. <laughs> I need to get any bigger and stronger. No. You don't see any other guys doing that stuff. He's <laughs> <laughs> That's just not fair. That's just uh, He definitely doesn't need to get bigger and stronger, but uh, Brad Underwood knows they've got their hands full with Isaac Haas tonight, and, and it's just going to be difficult to really do anything with him because Illinois does not have a guy who can slow him down inside at You all. know, it's interesting to hear Izzo at halftime of their game, the game that they won with Miles Basket at the very end, the three-point three win. He said, we're going to play Haas even, one up, and we're going to try to stop the three-point. But he can afford to do that. He's got big enough and strong enough guys to go in there and at least give him trouble. Uh, it's a tough decision because I don't, I, I, I don't remember any team in the Big Ten shooting any better than Purdue shooting from threes. No, I, no, I don't either. Vincent I mean, the regulars. And yeah. 
when Vincent Edwards is healthy, again, he's not playing tonight. You also got Carson Edwards. Uh, you know, those guys are really good, and they get all the attention. But Dakota Mathias is a guy that needs to be talked about a lot as well because he's having a great season. Dakota Mathias from three-point range is shooting 47%. I mean, that's just lethal. So, and, and I, I've got uh, P.J. Ja Thompson up there too, so. Yeah, he's 40%. I, they've got a lot of guys who can shoot the three, and they're, and they're deadly. And that's why we said this beginning, and Brad has said it as well. You just got to pick your poison, and and I really don't know defensively the best way to approach it tonight for the Illini. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I think you've got the extra five fouls with Finky now. Uh, I'm sure he's going to play, and I'm sure he'll play a defense in there part of the time. But they're giving away a lot of size and a lot of strength. We're gonna, I, I'm sure that Brad Underwood will try several things. You never know. This is crazy game. Strange things happen. I mean, we've seen it. Matt Harms also uh, another seven footer, seven foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds coming off the bench for Purdue. So they've got two guys, seven foot, seven footers who can be productive. Matt Harms doesn't average a lot of points, uh, but he still can fill in when Isaac Haas is off the floor. Uh, so Illinois got two seven footers they're going to have to deal with tonight. Yeah, I, I just noticed you're you're uh, uh, using uh, conference uh, stats and I'm using season stats. That's why we're not exactly even. Oh. <laughs> But I, when I, I started to bring up Thompson and, and Matthias, they're both shooting 45.3 cents for the season from three. And that's awfully, awfully, awfully good. I mean, 45% is, un, you know, nobody shoots 50% unless they're just having an incredible year. Well, most teams don't have two guys who are going to shoot 45%. You might have one guy. Uh, but Purdue, is, they've just got it going. And that's why, you know, midseason, before they had that little bit of slump of the three-game losing streak, they were kind of one of the picks uh, to make the Final Four. And then they kind of struggled a little bit. And Matt Painter uh, said, you know, we've been squeaking by a lot, and it's, we, it's finally caught up to us. Uh, so now they've got a chance to kind of get things right and get things turned around. Uh, here of late, they, you know, they lost to Ohio State by one point, Michigan State by three, you mentioned that, and Wisconsin just by four points before beating Penn State just by three. That would, have been, that would have been a huge win for Penn State the other night, but they just, they just couldn't get it. Penn State is just going to miss the NCAA tournament this year by a fraction, I'm afraid. It's certainly I don't know if they can do enough to get back unless they just have a big run in, in the Big Ten tournament. And yeah. I, I think that's a team that, for me, has, has underachieved. Out of Nebraska. And but I want to add one thing. They lost Watkins after five minutes the other night. That was huge in that game. Yeah, he I didn't mean, play that for was huge against Michigan. If he if he plays against Michigan, it's a different game. Yeah, it, abs it absolutely is. On well, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Lauren Tate, Michael Kaiser with you, getting you ready for this one as Purdue comes into the game once again, 24 and 5, 13 and 3 in the Big Ten, holding out slim hopes uh, to get a share of the Big Ten championship. Michigan State will have to lose at Wisconsin for that to happen, and Purdue lost at Wisconsin, so it's possible, even though the Badgers are having a really bad season. They're capable of stepping up and pulling off the upset, which if Purdue can win tonight, and gives them a chance to, uh, if they win their last game, uh, to be Big Ten champions. Yeah, and they'd be repeat champions if they do it because they, they won it last year. Purdue yeah. did. And Michigan State was only 10-8 and eight in Big Ten play last yep. year. Yeah. We'll take a timeout. Coming up next, still to come, keys to the game. Uh, what Lauren and I would give you keys to the game. We think the Illinois is going to have to do tonight to stay in this one and pull off the upset. The Illini's final home game of the season coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. Stay with us. More Fighting Illini game day is next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS at Light Rock 97.5 WHMS. Just touching the ball and uh, we were just running our things. But on uh, the second half, I think uh, those fouls that we had in the first four minutes um, kind of like brought the energy out of us. And, you know, and they, they, got, they went on a run and uh, just killed us.
Welcome back to Fighting Illini on Game Day, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Lauren Tate. Trent Frazier talking about what changed from the first half to the second half against Michigan State the other night. The Illini were down 38-35 at the break. End up losing that game 81-61 as Illinois had 10, of 11, 10 assists out of 11 field goals at the break, but they were not able to really move the ball like that in the second half. And Trent Frazier explained what happened there. We'll have to see what happens tonight. Time for the keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested also brought to you by the Pella Window Store. Well, Lauren, what do the line I need to do tonight to try to stay in this one and uh, maybe have a chance late? The defense is going to have to be uh, just play a, a way better than we've seen. I don't think this is one team I don't think you can zone. I just I, I would not zone them. Uh, I'm sure that at some point Underwood will give it a shot because it's worth a try. But I think you got to I think you got to go one on one against Haas. You got to force him out as hard as, as best you can. But if they get into a streak of threes, they'll blow you out. And I don't know if they'll blow you out with twos. No, and I think even though Vincent Edwards, too, is a, a big rebounding player on this team and one of their better shooters as well. Maybe he's just a key player. He's not playing tonight, but they still have so many weapons uh, from three-point range. He's a very good player. Vincent Edwards is lanky. He's a good rebounder. But, you know, I think that what he is, he benefits from Haas and these shooters. He's, oh. he, you can't double him in any, for, in, in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I think sometimes he almost runs loose. And uh, so they don't have him, and that's an advantage because Seifert isn't near, as near as good as he is. But... I, I just think that defensively, the key to the game to me is defensive. You you simply gotta you've got to try to guard those three-point shooters, those arc shooters. They're, they'll murder you. Along with that, I think that's a huge key to this game. My key to the game is avoid what you've been unable to avoid all season, and that's scoring droughts. Yeah. Because even if they find a way to slow Purdue down on the inside and on the on the perimeter. If they have the long scoring droughts again, it's still going to be a long night because the other night at Michigan State, Illinois did not have a field goal for the first six minutes and ten seconds of the second half against Michigan State. The only point in that entire period was one point, a free throw by LeRon Black. Well, that was 4.29 into the second half before the Illinois even put a point on the board. You know, you might want to challenge uh, Haas at the rim, too. He's got 38 blocks for the season. That's just a little over one a game. Uh, they played... 29 games and, and he's had 38 blocks so he's not a harms is a much better shot blocker the, the backup center but uh, I think you got to go at him I, I you might draw some fouls that way again Purdue has four guys in, in uh, double figures uh, four and you know in overall games this year there's in big 10 play like I mentioned earlier three guys with at least 15.4 points a game overall this season They've got uh, Dakota Mathias with 11.9, Isaac Haas with 14.8, Vincent Edwards with 14.9, and Carson Edwards with 17.4. So they have a lot of weapons through the Bullermakers, and they're looking to improve to 14-3 and in Big Ten play. Is uh, Isaac Haas just about pulls the rim down, Lauren? We gotta, we gotta, Isaac, we got to keep that rim for the game. Shakes that basket, doesn't it? It's, it's still shaking over there. So <laughs> Isaac Haas not uh, being kind uh, to the rim here at State Farm Center. Again, Purdue has not won here for this senior class. The senior class has not won here. The makers did in 2014, 66-58. Purdue did not play here last year. They lost to Illinois two years ago in a game that was not as close to the final score, 84-7. You might remember that game more, and Illinois blew them out. Yeah, one of those, uh, I would say, uh, one of the peak games of the season for the Illini that year. 
uh, it was. And Illinois didn't, was not able to sustain it after that. And Purdue, uh, again, looking for their first win here for the senior class. Well, that's going to do it for Fighting Illini Game Bay. The keys to the game brought to you by Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store at Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com and buy Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Stay with us. The Coach's Corner is ne up next. Orlando Antigua sat down with Brian Barhart to preview tonight's game to break down, get deep inside what the Boilermakers do best. That's coming up next on Fighting Illini Game Day. For Lauren Tate, I'm Michael Kaiser. Enjoy the game, everybody. We're back on the Coach's Corner here, the last home game of the year for the Fighting Illini. Orlando Antigua joins us here as we start to head down the home stretch of the regular season. And Orlando, I tell you what, it's gone fast, and this week is going very fast. Yeah, it's going very fast, especially with the uh, amount of games that we have in this short week and quick turnarounds. And uh, I know as a player, you uh, you enjoyed those. Um, it means there's not a lot of practice, so um, I'm sure these guys are fired up about getting another opportunity to go out there and, and, and wear that jersey and represent the university. Yeah, I think it's been a, maybe close to 30 years since Illinois had back-to-back one-day preps in yeah. between with Nebraska, Michigan State, and now Purdue. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – uh, they get a little bit of taste of what an NBA uh, a team may have to go through uh, in those 82-game schedules. So, uh, um, you know, it makes for a quick turn. Luckily, it's at the end of the year, and a lot of the things that we do um, doesn't change. They've seen different kinds of offenses and all, right? So it's, a, it's just a matter of – of going back and and, uh, and reminding them of how we're going to defend different things. Yep. And if you think about it, when you're in a tournament like we're going to be in next week, you're going to be doing overnight preps. And yeah, and hopefully we're doing uh, three and four nights just <laughs> the same way. Um, and and so at that point, then you're just again re uh, bringing back a lot of the information that you've already yeah. seen and have have, yeah. have already shown them how to defend different things and different actions mm -hmm. and and what they're going to plan on doing against you. So. Well, speaking of defending, I don't know if you, uh, in your playing days, defended anybody 7-2 and 290, but uh, that's what we're looking at tonight. Um, Haas yeah. is a house. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a big human being and a, a really, really good college player. Uh, you know, he's, he's something that's uh, unique in, in our conference to have to go up against. And so, um, you know, we, we're going to have our hands uh, literally full with uh, trying to match up against them. Yeah. So what's the key with a, with a guy like that or a team that has a big guy, and they've got a couple, uh, move them around a little bit offensively, defensively, try to disrupt what they're doing? Yeah, I mean, it, it, one of the things that we've got to use to our advantage is, is our strengths, and, and our strength is our, our mobility, our quickness in, the, in that position, um, and, and try to make it a faster game. And so, you know, he, he's, he's really big, but he, because of his size, he, he can't, and his conditioning, he doesn't play, you know, more than 20-something minutes, 25 mm -hmm. minutes a game. So we've, we've got to take advantage uh, of that and, and um, utilize our speed to, to move him around, to put him in different positions and different situations. When we rebound, to try to run in transition and get easy baskets before he gets set up and starts, you know, clogging up mm -hmm. that paint. So uh, also understanding that when we penetrate, he's going to be there. Yeah. And so we got to penetrate to find uh, our teammates and, and make the game easier for us. All right, we'll come back with Orlando Antigua after this. Time out on the Coach's Corner in Champaign. With Orlando Antigua as we scout the Purdue Boilermakers. Now when Haas is out, of course, Harms is in. He's 7'3". 7'3", freshman that uh, lefty does a, brings a lot of energy for him. Um, you know, he's, he's actually uh, a better shot blocker because of his instincts, and, and he's a little bit more mobile. So he's another unique player to, to, to have to go up against. And 
you know, they, they make a dominant uh, front court uh, one-two punch for them. Well, when you look at it, and I talked to Coach Underwood about this, you almost, with a team like this, with the size and then the outside shooting, it's almost to pick your poison. You've got to try to decide which way you're going to go yeah, on it. Right? And, 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 you know, they, they do an excellent job of playing off of those bigs um, because, you know, they're going to they're gonna garner a lot of attention. And so that allows them to have uh, open looks at the rim and as they space the floor. And then you have to stay with them, so that allows the big to have the space that he needs. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it, it makes for a, a, a big challenge for the opponents, and which is why they've had the success that they've having, yeah. they're having this year. And Carson Edwards having a big year. Dakota Mathias is an, yeah. an, an elite shooter, right? Uh, Dakota Mathias is a, it's a really, really good player, basketball player. Mm-hmm. Now he shoots the ball extremely well, and you know he's, 68% of his shots are from three. Um, but uh, um, he's a really good basketball player. The unique stat for him is four assists a game. So he's facilitating and utilizing. Now, he's, a lot of that is post-entry to the bigs. Um, and, then, and then, you know, Carson Edwards is, is a phenomenal athlete, tough matchup, um, high motor, high energy, high attempt guy that uh, we're going to have to make sure we, we, uh, we do a good job of containing him and making things tough. Yeah. He's going to take tough shots, and he's going to make tough shots. We just got to make it more difficult. Yeah. And Vince Edwards looks like he might be out, uh, but you know, without him, how does that make him different? Makes him a lot different because Vince Edwards is a really tough matchup. He's a guy that at his size can score at all three levels um, and also another good facilitator, another good spot-up shooter, and, and he allows them to do a lot of different things in their package and offensive package. Um, so not having him, you know, they, they're starting Eifert, um, who's a kid that was a former walk-on. So it's just a little bit different there in terms of the experience and, and the skill set, um, but still really, really good, uh, really good ball club. And from an offensive standpoint, what do, what do we try to do with their size, move it around a little bit when you're moving the ball? We have to. We have to, we have to move it. We have to make the ball. The uh, like ball can't stick. We've got to get to the third side is what we call it, you know, where you, you start on one side, you reverse it a few times just to make the defense move. And when you get in there, um, you know you're penetrating, you're going to see one of those big guys, then, then you've got to try to find, uh, find our teammates. And the other part of, of going up against shot blockers is that it allows them. And so we've got to do a great job on the glass mm-hmm. and crashing and, and getting second and third opportunities on the backside. And Matt Painter, defensively, he's always been a man-to-man guy, a very tight man-to-man. I mean, they, uh, they get into you. They do. They do. They do a great job on the wings. Uh, um, they've played uh, zero zone in, their t- in the entire <laughs> season. So I don't anticipate we'll see a lot of zone. Uh, but so they, they, they're going to work and, and, and play physical, man-to-man, pack defense. Um, and we're going to be able to. We're going to have to work to get to our X's, and we're going to sprint our cuts offensively to be able to move them and utilize our offense. Which I think is going to be uh, some of our best defense is going to be our offense and, and making sure we're taking the right shots and at the right times. All right, hey Orlando, thanks for the visit and uh, another day, another game. Another day, another game. Excited about it. Thanks, Brian. All right, that's Orlando Antigua. He's got the coach's corner, the scout for Purdue tonight. Evan Kahn back in the game day studios. That's going to do it for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Scotty's Brewhouse and Hickory Point Bank. Pretty quiet night in Big Ten play tonight. you got the game over at the State Farm Center, Purdue taking on Illinois, then up in Rosemont, Northwestern taking on Wisconsin. A couple big, or top 25 games, that is. UConn travels to Cincinnati, and Gonzaga takes on San Diego. Well, that is going to do it for the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Thank you for joining us. There's going to be more Fighting Illini game day coming up in just a moment. 
with Brian Barnhart and Dion Thomas. Make sure you stay tuned with us after the game. We're going to have the Fastness Etc. postgame show with Michael Kaiser and Matt McCumber. You are listening to News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Let's send you out to State Farm Center. Brian Barnhart, Dion Thomas, bringing you Illinois against Purdue.